You're listening to Backstage Pass with Alford Media, your behind-the-scenes look inside event tech and what it takes to turn visions into reality. All right, today we're joined by Dave Pooser, Director of Product Innovation at Alford Media, and today Dave is giving us a bit of an insight into something called Alford Access. Now, Alford Access is a communication platform that is assisting Alford Media to not only reach their crews a little more easily, but also communicate with clients more effectively and really build out a comprehensive and ear-to-the-ground platform for communications in the pro-AV industry. I'm excited to learn a little bit more about its effects, why y'all decided to implement it, what makes it special, and how it's coming in handy tangibly today. So Dave, great to have you in the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. So Dave, I think we should start with describing the platform first. Um, Let's give our audience just a general sense for what is Alford Access, and on a basic level, what is it trying to accomplish? So Alfred Access is a web portal that gives you a live update into our database. You've got the ability to view live on the fly. You've got the ability to communicate with the staff and freelancers assigned to your show. You've got the ability to share files. Essentially, it's giving the clients a window into our operations from warehouse to show site to back office. I love it. And is this something that hadn't really existed before? Or what what kind of communication platforms were you using previously? Because it does feel, um, you know, kind of like a comprehensive document chat sharing software. So this has evolved. We have always run our own custom software. Uh, There are some really great commercial off-the-shelf products for our industry, but they don't work the way we do, and we decided early on that it was worth the investment for us to do custom software for our internal back office. And about Wow, almost eight years ago. Time flies. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah. um, when we rolled out the latest iteration of our in-house software, we also began a web app that allowed staff members and shortly thereafter freelancers the ability to see into their shows live. Traditionally, if you're in the office, you're seeing it live, and then eventually you take a snapshot, you print out a PDF, you send that out to the crew. By the time the crew's reading the PDF, three things have already changed. It's just the nature of the industry. So giving it to them live meant that we were able both to keep them in the loop, but also to benefit from their experience. My background is in IT. I did IT for 16 years before I moved into the product side of things. And in open source software, there's a saying, many eyes make all bugs shallow. I believe that's true in pretty much any endeavor. The more brains we have working on a problem, the better the solution is going to be, the more likely we are to see possible flaws. And so by getting the crew, staff and freelancers, I love our staff and they're brilliant, but there's a ton of great minds all over the industry. And we want to make sure that on every show, we're not just hiring a video engineer for her hands. We're not just hiring a lighting designer. We want their brains. And the more we can get out of that, the better the show goes for everyone. 
So then it became a natural evolution to say, okay, we have this platform. Who are we missing? We're missing our clients. We're missing the, the crew that the clients are bringing. Right. So offered access by giving access not only to our clients, but also allowing them to delegate access to other members of their team. Now the graphics operator can be communicating, or the graphic designer that the client's providing can be communicating with our video engineers three months in advance. Everyone's on the same page. That makes for better shows for our clients. It also makes for a better experience for everyone involved. Right. Nobody needs more stress in their lives. Right. Well, and it, it, I think it really elevates the customer service, right? I mean, if you're getting the whole team engaged, then those freelancers, those crew members that are only really joining you for this one project still feel like they can be part of the team and get their points across, their concerns across from the beginning. Um, what was specific that Alford needed when you decided to build out this software? Because you said there were some other options on the market, but they didn't quite fit into what you needed. In this industry, there are companies that are very much sales driven. Right. There are companies that are very much, you know, operations driven. We are an operations driven company. And for us to use an existing off the shelf rental software mm -hmm. would either require heavy modification of that software or would require us to modify our operations practices. Mm -hmm. And that's not, you know, that's not playing to our strength. Right. Our strength is operations. I mean, I love our sales teams, We, but if you ask what's the core of our business, what differentiates us, it's happening at the operational level. So for us, building software around our operational structures was a key you know, strategic advantage. Right. And then because we control it all the way down, we have the ability you know, we don't have to wait for a third party to add web portal. We don't have to ask them to add, you know, additional characteristics. Because it's all our stack, we can build on whatever we need to. I feel like right now we are years ahead of anything out there on the commercial market. Mm -hmm. And it's because, and, and let me rephrase that, we're years ahead for us for how we work. If you took our software and dropped it into another company, they it wouldn't make sense because it's customized for our workflow. It's right. streamlined for how we're doing business. And that obviously is an advantage from a development standpoint. I don't have to develop. Again, I have all the respect in the world for the folks who are doing the commercial software platforms right. because they have to be able to work with 42 different AV companies, staging companies, event technology companies, gear rental companies. We don't. We have to be able to make it work with Alford Media. Right. And that's a huge advantage for us. And we think that that allows us to translate that into an advantage for our clients because they're working with us and we're able to make the software reflect the workflows and the work style that they're already used to. So I feel like this specific software and just in general, this kind of idea of a custom communication platform is really representative of how the industry is evolving. I mean, not only is it kind of telltale that, yeah, Pro-AV is transitioning from analog to digital. It already has. It's been utilizing digital to its advantage. Um, even in the live event space, we had Matt Dietzler on last time. He was talking 
great, great podcast on how um, audio networks are now really becoming digital. And um, it was a great conversation, but it, it just showcased there's a digital transformation still happening in Pro-AV. But I think it's also representative of a cultural transformation in the industry. Um, I think over the last several years, we've seen Pro-AV services become less just about delivering the product and stepping away, but about being consultative, about being part of the process from the beginning, having that tact to develop a relationship with the customer or the client, deliver on something great, and then maintain that relationship. Um, this isn't something particularly new in, in relationships between customers and companies, but I think the Pro-AV industry has really seen a surge of it in the last several years and really emphasized this as part of the core of the industry. Would you agree? I'm going to mostly agree with okay. you. I would say that... I'll take mostly. <laughs> I would say that what we're seeing is a bigger divide before, where before there was kind of a spectrum of, you know, anything from the complete consult, you know, consulting, you know, relationship-based to the here's your gear and go away. And what we've seen now is that that spectrum has turned more into a, almost a binary. Yeah. It's, it, you can't really be in the middle anymore mm. and be sort of a relationship company. Interesting. And so you see some consolidation on the box house side where it's we're going to you know drop the gear on, on your doorstep and go away again. But then on the you know other end of the spectrum, yes, you're seeing much more built around relationships and built around the idea that, wow, I'm going to sound like a marketing person here <laughs> for a minute, but partnerships. Ooh, yes. <laughs> but, you know, in a very real sense, if we're collaborating on a show a year out and working together, we're going to have a better show than if you're doing it all in an ivory tower and then you emerge three months before show date and fire off an RFP to a bunch of, you know, event tech companies. Right. I mean, we still have, you know, customers who do that, and we will obviously do everything in our power to make the show go off smoothly. But there's so many opportunities there where if you made it more of a partnership, if you'd made some decisions earlier and started collaborating earlier, you could have gotten better results and often better pricing as well. And to a degree, I think you have to be kind of a control freak to yeah. be in this industry. And so I get the idea that, you know, if I'm partnering, then I'm giving up some of that control. But there are, you know, we have a lot of clients who are absolutely brilliant people. I don't think we have any clients who are smarter than the combination of themselves right. and all the techs who are going to be working their shows. Right. I mean, a team effort obviously delivers a better product, in my opinion. So let's talk about the people that are actually using this technology. Um, let's take a step back and look at what kind of communication software professionals at Alford were using before you really fleshed out Alford Access, and then... What was it like transitioning them and getting them on board with the technology? Because it's clearly assisting at a very high level, but I can see transitioning to something new is always difficult, especially when you're used to something working your way and you've kind of worked your way around it. Absolutely. Well, the core of everything at Alford was, and to be honest, in a lot of areas still is email. Mm. I mean, 
everyone who's worked in IT has a love-hate relationship with email. Depending <laughs> on the day, sometimes it's a love-hate-hate-hate-hate relationship. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and, you know, email's wonderful for a lot of things, but it builds silos. And the problem we were having, the reason we wanted to move away from email, is because of that silo effect. Uh, you know, again, I worked in IT. Single point of failure is a bad word, you know, and that's as true whether it's a piece of hardware or a human being. If you get sick and you're out of the office for three days, time keeps moving. Right. We need to still be progressing on this project. And if everything we need to know is locked up in your email box, right. now we've got issues. So moving to Alford Access, to keeping more of that documented live, making it possible for, the con- for a conversation to flow even without you know, one individual able to participate for a little while, that's a huge deal for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and file sharing. Uh, you know, we joke about the, the traditional method of file sharing is a forwarded email that says, you know, crew schedule version three, final, final, really final, <laughs> final dot XLS. Yeah, that sounds like my music projects at home. Yeah, always, yeah. always a new version to finalize. Uh huh. And again, you're left with the, okay, so who has that, right. you know? Um, because if I'm working off of version final, final, instead of version final, 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 right. we might not discover that we're working at cross purposes until late. Right. So um, being able to manage files through there, and we have a, a very simple, um, a file is either active or inactive. Right. And when we upload new files, we have the opportunity to make old files inactive. So I can, at a glance, see, oh, this is the current file. It's posted online on Alford Access. Everyone else on the crew can see this. Everyone on my team as the client can see this. And if by some miracle we're not all, you know, we don't have the latest version up there, it's visible and we get that fixed. One of the big things that we had to kind of overcome early on with some resistance is with Alford Access, if we make a mistake, clients are going to see it. Right. You're definitely opening the doors. There's way more visibility. Absolutely. Right. We, are, we are laying cards down on the table. Right. And that was a source of discomfort for some of our folks because, you know, our whole pitch to the clients is not we make more problems for right. you. We solve your problems. Right. That's why we get paid. Mm-hmm. But... Because, number one, more eyes, so we're catching it earlier. And you know what? Our clients are human. They make mistakes. They understand that we make mistakes. The question is, are we making mistakes that affect the show? Are we making mistakes the audience will know about? And as long as the answer to that is no, clients are very willing to work with us to help us make it right. And... You know, I'm, and I don't want to come across like, man, we're actually a complete clown car. Right. We're, <laughs> you know, mistakes happen occasionally. Right. But we find them. And then the other part of it is because we find them, we can look at our processes and say, okay, how did this happen? How do we fix that going forward? And that might be, you know, a new process. It might be, hey, this person needs training. It might be, hey, we need better documentation on this particular piece of gear or this particular feature. But by getting the mistakes 
visible early and fixed early, a mistake that doesn't affect the show in any way, is it even really a mistake? Right. Right. Exactly. It's more of just a little hiccup on the road to the show. And But, I, you know, I think having that open communication with the client is important. And even if it does put a little more stress on, you know, every update I give, I want to make sure it's correct. It really does hold you a little more accountable, right? Because you know everyone's checking it out. So you want everything to be prim and proper. And I think it's representative, too, of just clients in general want that level of communication. And it's interesting to see a larger event company put a software out there that does put the communication sort of ear to the ground because the industry in general is becoming more accessible by more individuals, right? So you're getting projects led by one or two people and then they contract out to freelancers and when a client knows, okay, I really only have to coordinate with one or two people, they feel like, okay, communication is going to be simpler. And so when they sign on to work with a larger company, they might get the resources, but there might be that worry, oh, am I going to get the same level of communication? So really, it feels like you're solving that issue with this software. You are letting them know, we might be a larger company, you're going to get the best resources, but you're also going to get the best customer service and communication. Absolutely. And I think it almost extends from that. Um, there are a, a number of freelancers who work with us and work with our competitors. And when we talk to them about what are we doing well, what can we do better, one of the things that they're always telling us is we share more, we communicate more with freelancers than any of the other companies in our event wow. space. And that's, I mean, speaking as the person who helped develop that, mm -hmm. that makes me feel all warm and fuzzy yes. inside. But it's also a huge strategic advantage because, you know, these are respected industry professionals. You know, when you hear freelance, it's not, oh, someone who wasn't good enough to get a job at a staff company. Mm -hmm. It's someone who whose skills are in high demand, someone who's decided, hey, you know what? I, I want to make the trade-off, and instead of having the, the security of a staff position, I instead want the control of, of running my own business. Right. But these people are smart, respected, you know, professionals in the industry. And number one, of course I want to communicate with them because that's – it's a two-way street. Right. We share with them and they share with us. Um, but also from the client perspective – you don't see any of the seams. You get to an Alford show, and that person in a burgundy shirt, you know, she's been an Alford staffer for 20 years. He's a freelancer, you know. He used to be an Alford staffer, and now he's a freelancer. Right. He used to be a freelancer, and now he's an Alford staffer. But on your show, it's seamless, and your communication is seamless, and we want to push that the other direction. We don't we don't want our salespeople to be the bottleneck so that the client can't communicate with the crew, but we also want to offer the client the ability, hey, if you want to loop your people in because we can add additional people to Alford Access on a per-show basis for you. So if you're working with her on this show and him on that show, each of them can get as much access as you want. Right. And now we've made the communication, taken it, the bottlenecks out, made it a mesh, let everybody talk. Because 
the bottom line is we're all on the same team. Right. The team is your show, and we're going to make that happen. And now, again, we will work with our clients how they want to work. We have some clients who really, you know, control freak sounds more pejorative. Sure. But I have we have clients who want to stay absolutely involved in every detail. Right. And they feel most comfortable knowing that communication is passing through them. And if right. that's how they want to work... We will work however they want to, but what I'm hearing from clients is that the ability to step out of that bottleneck, because you know many of our clients have multiple shows going on. Right. They're not just living in this one show, and so to the extent that they can say, okay, at this point I'm going to step out and let my TD and my graphics person get with you and talk about content, and then... In a month or two, I'll be stepping back into this conversation, but y'all can carry on without me. And when I come back in, I'll be able to see the record of everything that happened. I can get caught up again because it's all happening here in one centralized space instead of spread across mailboxes and Dropbox folders and God knows where. So I appreciate you giving us this insight on Alford Access. It really sounds like it's making the relationship between you and your clients way simpler, way more comprehensive. And I guess I'd like to get your just general tip for the industry as a whole. Would you recommend that other companies, when they're building something like this, that they should be using custom software? I mean, is that a trend that you think the pro-EV industry is going to see as a whole? Or do you think a lot of them would rather adjust to the software and I don't know. Give me your thoughts on that. It, it really depends on where you're coming from. One, one thing I took away, and I can't even remember where I first read this, so I can't give it credit, but you can't gain competitive advantage by using the same software as your competitors. Um, that said, over the last you know 10 years, while we were working on Backbone and Alford Access and all of that, there have been been a lot more entries into uh, that space. I think it's probably possible to find something that works pretty close to the way you work, and that may be enough, um, especially if you're a more sales-driven company. But there's really, there's nothing to me that replaces having the complete control of your destiny that using your own custom software provides in being able to say, okay, what do I think are going to be the strategic advantages? What do I think needs to be our strategic direction? And having the ability to say, okay, now I'm going to make my software reflect that. Well, Dave, I'd really like to thank you for coming on the podcast and giving us all this great insight. Uh, I feel like I should be using Alford Access, even though I have nothing to do with event industry planning. I mean, look, let, let me tell you, we here at MarketScale use a lot of technology that assists in file sharing, assistant communication, but this idea of building it from the ground up specifically for your company and your needs is definitely, I think, a trend setter and something that other companies should look to as, hey, I mean, if we want to do it right, we have to do it our way. And if we know our way is the best way, then why not make our software work for us and not the other way around? So Dave, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. And make sure you leave a comment and a rating wherever you listen to your podcast content. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.